Heidi fucking ho, boys. This is Dana DiLorenzo, a.k.a. Kelly Maxwell from Ash vs. Evil Dead. And you're listening to The Horror Returns. Download that shit, motherfucks. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All right, all right. Welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. Uh, Nez might jump in. You know how that works. Um, although, Philip, God damn it, dude, I had an excellent idea for a soundboard. You say you oh, keep yeah. wanting to do a soundboard? Yeah. Why don't we do a Nez soundboard? Oh, <laughs> that's not a bad um, idea. Okay. <laughs> It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. Okay, that would be one, right? Uh, hella good. That was a horrible first um, one. How about trash? Trash, trash, right? If it's Nez, Nez trash. Soundboard, Definitely got to have the hella good on there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Let's get to work on that so that when Nez isn't with us, he's still with us. How's there that sound? Go. I like it. But, um,. How are you guys doing, ma'am? Warming up in Alaska. We've got to start with our old man weather talk. Uh, no, still. It, it's reasonable. It's not, it's cold, but it's not like, if I had to like go do something outside, it's not unbearable. But I ain't right? going outside anyways. <laughs> not happening, huh? Well, we got we to gotta ask the man here how he's <sighs> feeling after yesterday. Oh, yeah. The day after. Oh, what, Cowboys? Is, is your TVs okay? Yeah. Because I've yeah, seen yeah, many yeah. people yeah. punching, throwing out the TVs. Uh-oh. I've seen one guy take his TV to the driveway and run over it. Yeah. Well, I I don't know why anybody was really super surprised. I, everybody keeps saying well, this is the year, but, you know, Cowboys fans, we say that every year. Of course. <laughs> of course. That's, that's, real, that's real fans. I'm used to course, it, man. They, of course, they, Stephen Loblad, Stephen Loblad was in true form on Instagram. He posted something about yep. uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, was frustrated after uh-uh. the game and threw his helmet, and his helmet was intercepted. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the joke. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, listen, man, defense was on it, but uh, offense didn't hold up. But they do this shit every year. They give you just enough hope to get excited and then snatch it away. The Cowboys are going to yeah, be the death of me. It happens. <laughs> but, hey. It definitely happens. Well, good good season. At least we got a playoff win. Uh, hopefully we'll figure it out next year. Probably not going to happen with Dak, though, I got to say, as much as I like the uh, guy. I got, like, Dak jerseys, man. And I was always a big right. Dak supporter. But uh, uh, I don't think he can do it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen uh, 
what's his name threw his in the garbage uh, skip bayless oh yeah 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 well that doesn't surprise me <laughs> he's he's done that before too <laughs> hey you guys you guys did a whole lot better than my rockets they're like yeah. worst oh, worst in the conference yeah. right right well and at least we got the astros who were kicking ass in baseball i mean different city but still yeah true yeah the rockets rockets glory days seem to be way behind him brian it's, yeah, uh, uh, every, there, there was there was rumors uh, James Harden wanted to come back, but the the, the, right? the level of play he's at right now, I don't even know if that would be beneficial to us. Yeah, I think that was going to be the best shot. There was when we had Harden and you know all the other guys, and then now that they're mm-hmm. gone, shit ain't happening. Nine times soon. But yeah, well, that's there's always not so cool of the week. There's uh, always next year. Philip. Yeah, there's always I'll, next year. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll turn it around and go cool of the week. Um, I think was uh, uh, have you guys seen The Last of Us yet? Yes. Not no. Yeah. Everybody in the world except me has. So I guess I need I, to get on that. I don't know if I'm totally hooked yet. Like it's not. I don't think it was as good as, you know, the hype has been so far, but it's definitely not bad. And mm-hmm. I've only se- I've only seen the first episode. I haven't seen the second one yet. Okay. Have you, so. played the, you ever played the games? No, I haven't played the game. Because it's just PlayStation, right? Nor have yeah. I. Yeah, so that was a PlayStation exclusive, and uh, we don't have a, a PlayStation, but I, it should be coming out on PC pretty soon, and I may get it if the show goes awesome, which I assume it will. Yeah, because... Right. From what I understand, they're just they're just following the the games, and yeah. there's no there's no nothing after that. So whatever the whatever the games was is going to be translated to the show. They're well, not, they're not they're not going to Game of Thrones it. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> there was a couple God of scenes in that first episode where he was like ducking behind cars and shit, and I was like, that looks very like big. a video game. Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought Pedro did a good job, and uh, yeah. um, I, I really enjoyed the, all the stuff with with the daughter because that 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 was a kind of a misdirect for me. Yeah, w- without then, spoiling which, anything, but which yeah. also leads me to my other cool of the week. What are you doing? My God, no, I am. <laughs> <laughs> which leads me to my other cool of the week: uh, Spider Man. On uh, PC, Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, oh the, the game. game. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So it, the first that was or the second one? Exclusive for a while too, and uh, and I guess it came out on PC. My my kid got it because uh, my brother-in-law was playing it, and uh, I started playing it, dude. I can't put it down. It's like Assassin's Creed, but with Spider Man. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I that's what I heard. I heard the second one's uh, just as good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to that. I'm definitely stuck in those Spider-Man games now. You're in the you're in the Spider-Verse. I am. <laughs> and that's all I got. Brian, uh, you got, you got something? Yeah, uh since uh Philip did The Last of Us, um uh I'm catching up on Gangs of London and that is a fantastic show. It's, uh, Gangs of London. Yeah, it's a uh, AMC Plus exclusive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I, think- I mean, if you don't, if you don't have AMC Plus, you know, you you can find it. 
but yeah but but you need to get amc plus right just just yeah, shutter if nothing else yeah it's a good deal and there's a lot of uh amc plus gets a lot of stuff so it's pretty cool and yeah i started a gangs of london one of the many shows that i started that i just never finished and i'm getting caught up on it and it's a crime action drama kind of show involving like uh uh, what's the I can't think of the actor's name Lance he was on Next Generation uh, the Scottish guy with the curly oh, hair oh Cole, Cole Meany yeah he he plays the head of the family and he gets murdered okay. and that, basically that makes sense that's good casting that's good the, casting the, the son has to step up to run the family okay and you got all this internal family stuff and then you got other gangs you know kind of coming for for the the spot because they kind of see the son as weak because he doesn't do things like the father. Ah, they see they see an in perhaps. Yeah, gotcha. And there's great action in it because the the showrunner is Gareth Evans, who uh, did the Raid movies. So you get oh, that wow. kind of action lots and of stunt, camera work in there. Yeah. Man, huh? yeah, very violent, very. Because it's like it's not just someone that just gets shot to the head once. It's you know someone taking a machine gun and just like you know. <laughs> I think if I'm not mistaken, I, I think that was like the first AMC Plus exclusive show. I think you're right. Um, if I'm not mistaken, like when they rolled out AMC Plus, I was kind of like ah, uh, you know, fuck this. I've got cable. I'll keep watching all the Walking Dead bullshit on cable. Yeah, um, but I, then I think that show kind of separated it a little bit. I highly recommend Gangs of London. It's uh, Gangs two seasons of London. Out. Yeah. Okay. And um, the mo- the mother of the family is played by I spacing on her name too, but she was uh, Ned Stark's uh, wife in Game of Thrones. Ah, okay. All right. And she she's, uh, she's lasted she's a, lo- a little longer than he did. Yeah, she is ruthless on the show. She's okay. very she's just not the the wife or the mother of the, the 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 family. She's she knows how to take care of herself and if she had to I would definitely say if she had to take over the family, she definitely could run things with an iron fist. Oh, cool. That's that's a pretty cool element to the show it sounds yeah. like. And uh, not so cool of the week. I'm not going to really Uh-oh. speak on it because uh, you can go to the Skater Naz Podcast Network and listen to ESP at the movies for a skinnamarink. <laughs> okay. Was it that bad, Brian? Come on. Uh, I'm not going to spoil guess, anything. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. It, 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 it's on a list. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely stay tuned to... You say it's on e- ESP at the movies then? Yeah, uh, uh, episode just came out a couple of days ago. Uh, quick, quick review. I think that it's only about a half an hour review. We didn't have a whole lot to say okay. about it. And uh, Lance, if you want to check it out, and you don't, you don't want to go to the theater. I think it's coming to Shutter the <clears throat> the first of uh, I think the first of February. Ah, well, I can I can assure you, Brian. I've I've looked on my uh, one of the apps on my TV, and as Nez would say, that's another thing for the Nez soundboard. It's out there. Oh, it's 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 been out there. <laughs> right. That All I'm like, going to say is uh, I should have listened to Steve. Uh huh. 
when he well, when he spoke we'll on it when he was on. But I, I had to we'll I had learn. to I had to see what the hype was all about. Yes, you did, didn't you? And and so was it just like a movie about nothing? I, well, again, we'll listen to ESP and and get your full review. It was a movie where the director made a lot of I'll just say artistic choices that maybe to me was boring we talked about it on the show maybe to me it was boring but maybe okay meant, meant something i would actually like to, talk to i think i think his name was uh kyle edward ball he worked, right. directed it mm-hmm. I, I would actually like to talk to him and see you know why did you make these decisions and you know what there was certain storylines that were playing out that were very confusing okay and I, i'm sure there's somebody probably has made a podcast or a YouTube video kind of breaking it down and getting more deep into it. It just, there were parts that were just completely boring and then the other parts that just kind of went over my head. And I wonder if it's one of those things where you, you'd like to sit down with him and just grab him by the shoulders and shake him and say, what the fuck were you thinking? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I salute him because the, the movie costs, Hey, he made a movie and we didn't, right? Yeah, it, it cost $15,000 to make, and it's it's already grossed over a, a million dollars at the box office, which for a movie that, that got abs- uh, um, accidentally uploaded to the internet like last year, right? and yes. people are still going to the theater to see it, uh-huh. hey, you know, get get your money. <laughs> My what hat's off this? to him, right? Skimmering. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I got you. So that's the not so cool of the week. Yeah, I d- it just all right. It's well, not for me. Uh, you're the second person that Too said. Bad. I don't know about it. <laughs> uh, you're you're about the fifth person I've heard say that. But yeah. uh, I, I'm gonna waste my time with it then. <laughs> right. Is that it? My Anything else? Uh, my wife thought uh, she was seeing an alien on the road, so I had to go outside and look. <laughs> oh wow it's right up your alley philip you're yeah, prepared know, right? for that i think it was just <laughs> oh, she went she went to the right person <laughs> That's definitely true. i was like oh uh, let me go look <laughs> uh i don't think i i'm re-watching orange is the new black because i never i never finished ah, the show okay so i never That's finished true. it and i i don't remember anything before where i left off so i just kind of restarted it great show nice yeah, it's got a but, big fan base. But uh, Gangs of London is definitely the the Gangs of London and The Last of Us. I really enjoyed that first episode. So good deal. All right, well, we'll uh, I might check The Last of Us out after we finish recording tonight. Yeah, the, the first episode. Nothing like, else think, to watch. I think that first episode's like two hours because they. Yeah, okay. I think they, so it's like almost a movie length then. Yeah, I think they said they they put two episodes <clears throat> together. For the first episode cool. so but if right. most of it was just sort of set up there wasn't like a, you're still kind of going all right what's going on the whole, yeah. the whole episode they 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 give you what's going on and then there's a time jump to present day yeah or present ish <clears throat> yeah i heard a couple of different people say it was like right out of the video game like frame for frame yeah, and I, th- I think but, that's when I, I probably enjoyed it because I I had no expectations because I never played the game. Did, uh, tell me, have you seen any of the Apple TV show Severance? No, with uh, Adam Scott. 
Yeah, Adam Scott, and there's a, a number of other people in it that um, Christopher Walken is in it, among other folks that you've seen in other things before. But uh, it took me about four episodes to really kind of get into it because it was so surreal that it was just sort of like mind bending. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? But then once I, I, and it's got, it's sort of got that lost look to it. You guys remember how um, with lost when they had like the bunkers and it was sort of like a retro look, like 1960s yeah. style bunkers that they would go and hide in and have all those gauges and switches and stuff like that. Never watched an episode. No lost? kidding. No. Yeah. You never watched Lost. <laughs> no. Holy shit, Brian. You're the one. Uh, the chosen one. I, I think that was a time when I, I wasn't, I was mostly movies, not TV shows. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And then when I started hearing about it, it was like season whatever the fuck and I was just like I oh, don't yeah. know it's just watch watch the first season it's one of the greatest things that's ever come on TV okay I mean you kind of you Phil you kind of made me want to watch uh, Supernatural oh Dude, god Supernatural that's badass man I had a lot of fun with that <laughs> now that's a that's a big that's a big uh concept right there Supernatural what is that like 300 episodes or something yeah that one's that that's that's that was long I powered uh, that sucker though, man. It was all I did for like two weeks. <laughs> well, uh, that'll that'll be my movie home or you know TV show homework. I'll I'll, I'll check out the first episode of uh, Lost. There you go. There you go, man. I think it'll hook you. It's yeah. um, I, I guess my point is that it, it a lot of stuff that you get into in Lost, especially in the later seasons, when the others show up and you start learning about this strange corp, you know, corporation that. Did they maybe put them on this island on purpose, or was it just an accident or whatever? Um, but a lot of the the visuals are pretty similar to to Severance, so it's kind of like a real weird retro-looking office. Like it's it's almost like they're in a maze where you walk into the the entrance to the office, and the minute they get in the elevator, their brain switches off, right? Because they they're they they've got a way to kind of divest their brain so that when they're not at work, they're living their not at work life. And when they're at work, they're living their at work life. And the two lives don't know anything about each other. So it kind of, you know, it severs them or splits them into two different, two completely different egos, two different personalities. So like the minute that uh, Adam Scott gets into the elevator, you see his eyes just kind of glaze over. And then all of a sudden, like if he was frowning when he got on because he was sad from what was happening in his real life all of a sudden he had a big smile it was like just a total change and then he would walk in and go down all these weird fucking twisting hallways that were all just blank you know white hallways and like you're like is this dude in a fucking rat maze or what (laughs) it's like you can't figure out where the offices are until he finally gets to his division and so a lot of that stuff was just sort of freaking me out the first four episodes i'm like i don't know if i want to hang with this what the fuck is going on but once they really start kind of building the story and you get toward like especially the last the final three episodes where they're actually all working toward something and you you finally start to realize what's really going on it's a it's a pretty amazing show so if you get a chance, like it, it reminds me a little bit of that TV show that was on FX, um, the one with Dan Stevens in it, where he was Professor X's son. Oh, uh, um, Legion. Yeah, yeah, very Legion, Legion-esque. 
as far as like how trippy it is and um you know kind of like moving your brain in different directions like a lot of um is this really going on or is it just in someone's mind type thing yeah so it reminded me a lot of that but uh i don't know legion kind of lost me whereas this one like the further you went toward the end of the season the more i got into it so and then they ended the the finale on a huge cliffhanger so definitely looking forward to season two but yeah severance is my cool of the week but i've seen a lot of a lot of cool stuff this week a lot of great trailers the new um into the spider-verse trailer have you guys seen that one yet mm-hmm. that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a trip <laughs> so uh, yeah. i hope i hope i'm able to see it in 3d that's one i'd really like to see i think in 3d at the at the theater I just hope it's as good as the first one. They got big shoes to fill. Yeah, they got big shoes to fill, but... Uh-oh. And you're, you know, we're losing you're looking at, at that speed, at that. Uh-oh, uh-oh. All right, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> Better? Yeah, that, there was that one scene, remember? The aliens hit you too, man. <laughs> I hope not, man. They, they, they're probably right overhead. But... There was one scene in there where, like, there was a Spider-Man that it just flashed for a little bit, but he had like a, a paper bag over his head. You guys familiar oh, with that yeah. character? Yeah, he lost his mask and he had to wear a paper bag on his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like a lot of fun, man. He's like a Saints I'm fan. Looking, looking to that, that's oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that's what I'm really looking forward to. There's been some been some good trailers coming out. But I've also heard there's been a lot of shitty, shitty, shitty movies this year. Not not just Skinamarink, but some others as well. Hmm. I think um, I think our friend Matt Smith from the UK weighed in. He said he's seen about five stinkers already this year. Oy. And then I don't think he's even seen that devil conspiracy garbage. So hmm. we'll see. Maybe they're maybe they're uh, unloosing a lot more of the trash this year that they held back last year we'll see i'm disappointed that devil conspiracy movie sucks i, th- I was hoping it was it's gonna terrible <laughs> well you might like it man try it give it a, give it a shot go go to, go to the theater and see it philip tell us what yeah. you think oh, i'm not going to the theater to see it but i'll watch it <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys ready to move on to some headlines yeah, yeah let's do it all right uh, I guess we'll start with some of the bigger headlines. Uh, we all knew it was going to happen because it was a hit at the box office. Uh, the Megan sequel. Oh God! Oh, that was quick. That was, that was uh, no shit. It was, it was probably already in production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's going to be called Megan 2.0. But the, the odd the odd thing is the release date is uh, January 17, 2025. Now that makes no sense. Yeah, it. it I don't understand the the, the long release date because every the, right. Megan has a l- big fan base. A lot of people saying, along with like Art the Clown, this is like a new mm-hmm. kind of horror icon franchise Definitely. that they Definitely. they can profit off of. So I don't know why you would push it out two years. Makes no sense. I could see. Maybe, maybe they'll do a, a Megan universe in universe movie or something before that. I don't know. Yeah, 
I mean, like a side character. Well, I mean, look, you got Chucky and Tiffany, so so maybe you can have Megan and you know Tommy Bahama or whatever, right? <laughs> well, you got you got James Wan involved. You can have Annabelle sure, in there if the you want to. <laughs> there you go. Or or the puppet from Dead, Dead Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> let's forget about that part. All right. Back on track. <laughs> uh, let's see. More um, Friday the 13th news. But this time coming from Sean S. Cunningham. One of the original... Um, uh, wasn't he like one of the original <laughs> creators of the show? Or the movie? I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And does, does this have to do with the, the the TV show, or is this the he's game? Not a, or he's there's not so involved. many things going on. He's okay. not involved in the show, but I guess he's. Uh, I, I'm assuming the, the lawsuit thing is is done and settled because he the show's going to so. happen, but he's developing a Friday the Thirteenth reboot. Hmm. That's that's going to go. That's going to be in the theaters. So probably. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> Haven't they already rebooted that one at least once? Hey, I didn't With mind the, that reboot. The weed selling. Wasn't that the weed selling, Jason? <laughs> Why is everybody saying he, he sold weed? When did he sell weed? <laughs> I don't remember that one. <laughs> right, I, I might be thinking of a different one. I could have sworn that Jason's family like was had, he, had a... Uh, they were like growing cannabis inside of some sort of a, no, a room or something. He, that was the weird guy he killed that was like okay, making out with a I, mannequin. I uh, guess I had just one too many beers that night. <laughs> okay. So like rebooting it from scratch though? Yeah. Uh, I guess oh he's boy. developing a... Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he 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 was originally involved with the with the original one, so maybe he's been kind of, right. maybe he's been developing something this whole time. There's been this lawsuit, so he's had time sure. to work on it. But he was also a developer uh, developed the original uh, House movie from the '80s. Oh yeah, so, okay. So he's uh, also. Um, planning a reboot that one uh, Lance you stepped off for a second but he's also going to reboot House oh okay the one the one with William Cat in it yeah, originally okay he was uh, I, well I probably as long as he keeps as long as he keeps the comedy elements in it I'm fine with it but if he tries to make like a serious house I don't know about that well I think I could um, be wrong somebody's probably screaming at me but I think he directed the original <clears> one Okay. Or at least well, produced it. So. so, so probably instead instead of going to Vietnam, Philip, they'll go to Iraq or Afghanistan <laughs> <laughs> when he goes inside that one room in the house. I'm just I, I'm more stoked about the Friday the Thirteenth thing. Yeah, let's. It could let's be. Let's cool make it more of right. like a. I, I, I would say let's <clears throat> make it less of a slasher and more like a thriller or something, but. Uh, Okay. How do you how do you take the slasher out of Jason? I don't want to see the mother uh, getting a whole movie though again. You know what I mean? Like being the killer. I'd rather see uh, Jason like step in as the killer from the beginning. Yeah, I don't. That's just I don't me. necessarily think he's gonna redo the the movie beat for beat. 
Yeah. Okay. I I would hope that it wouldn't even really be a reboot. It'd be like a, a re reimagining. Right. Yeah. Like start over with the story and and go maybe a different route. Yeah. Do something. Okay. Do something different and unique. <clears throat> Um, I don't see a whole lot of news. Um, Violent Night Two is officially in development, which that that was not a surprise. Right. Makes, makes perfect sense. sense. Yeah, good movie. Hopefully, they'll yeah. keep the same David Harbor as Santa. <laughs> yeah, I don't they think can't they can change, change that. that and still win. Everybody really enjoyed him as Santa Claus, so I don't I yeah. don't think they would change that. Mm-hmm. Especially with the uh, puking over the side of the <laughs> the sleigh as it as it roll, as it moves away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing too much. <clears throat> not a lot of not a not a lot of headlines this week, huh? No, I'm double checking, running through some. If anybody's watching Peacock's Vampire Academy, nope, uh, that, that's canceled. Nope. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you lost uh, me at Academy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alex Wolf from uh, Hereditary, he's going to be in A Quiet Place Day Day One, the the prequel movie. Ah, okay. He oh, looks like he kid, could, right? Not the huh? one with the mole. Mole, 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 right? Yeah. So yeah okay. Yeah. He looks like he could play like a werewolf or something, right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> he's halfway there already. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, double checking. I think that's it. There's really nothing. All right. Well, slow news week. It, it, it's gonna be a very slow review week when we get to missing, but we'll we'll see how that goes. But um, all right. Still January. What are you gonna do? It's still January, but we still got trailer parks in January. You boys ready? Let's what go. accent is that? <laughs> it's Texas, man. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like I, can't even, I, can't even, <laughs> I thought you were going I'll say, uh, I'll say. I thought you were going Cajun for a second. <laughs> it's a little mi- mishmash of everything, I guess. Alright, let's let's try this in let's try this in true foghorn leghorn. I say, boy <laughs> I can't do it, man. Got me um I say, I say, boy. Are you, were you are you stupid or were you born were you born stupid or did you get that way over time? I say, boy, <laughs> come on, step up to the plate. All you got to do is hit one baseball. Come on now. <laughs> I don't know. Was that decent or was that horrible? It, it, it started good and you kind of okay. losing it at that. Lost end. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're sticking to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, Brian is going to bring us the big, the small, and sometimes the very, very weird. Uh, Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about tonight? Uh, we're going to start with Baby Ruby, which Philip not corrected Baby me. Ruth. It's, yeah, it's not Baby Ruth. That was Baby my stomach Ruth. talking. I thought it was the, the origin of the candy bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one is a new horror thriller. Let's see. Synopsis. The tightly scripted world of a vlogger and influencer unravels after she becomes a mother. In noted playwright hmm. Bess Wool's feature debut. So I'm assuming, yes, yeah, Bess Wool directed and wrote it, and the stars. 
Oh my gosh. No, no, Amy <laughs> Morant Wait a and John Snow. Snow. Is in this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, John Snow looked like he got a dad bod because I didn't he? recognize him at first. <laughs> I didn't realize it was him. <laughs> you know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> and this also stars. Ooh, but you eat. But you eat everything. This stars Meredith Hanger, and she is definitely easy on the eyes. Yeah. And a bunch of other people. I, I'll jump in first. Uh, I'll check this out. This uh, really kind of gave me psychological horror feels because okay. you know yeah. I don't I don't know if this is like stuff that's actually going on with the baby because um, she has the baby, brings the baby home, baby won't stop crying, you know, crying constantly, and everybody's kind of telling her this is normal. But you get the sense that it's not normal, and as as the trailer kind of plays on, it, it, it kind of gave me the feels like, is this really happening, or is she losing it? Right, that'll be right. cool. I like that angle. Is it? Does it remind you guys of? Because y'all both saw the baby, right? The series, yeah. the baby. Yeah, <laughs> well, the baby was a little bit more uh, comedic. Okay, so this doesn't give you that vibe then at all. No, because okay. I mean. Like that I said, one the baby. Was like bad things happen to you when the baby's near. Yeah. This one is ah. Like baby's eating okay. Your face. Oh yeah, gosh. <laughs> baby's Yikes. Doing that stuff. Uh, uh-huh. There was that scene where um, she seen the lady with the stroller and take the baby out and throw the baby at the car. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. We're, yeah. We're throwing babies in this movie. <laughs> so. This might. This definitely might be some unreliable narrator shit going on right here, man. If, <laughs> it doesn't if, sound if, like that's really happening. If anything, it gave me. Um, uh, what's that movie? Uh, we don't... need to talk about Kevin. Oh yeah. The where she killer. was. Con- yeah. She was constantly trying to tell everybody there was something wrong with him, and sure. he's not right, and everybody was just like John C. Riley played the husband, and he was oh. just like. Oh, well, my son's great. He's amazing. And, you know, spoiler, you know, he... Mm-hmm. Not so murders amazing. Every, ...murders everybody at school. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it kind of gave me that vibes because there was a scene in that movie um, where uh, Kevin was crying as a baby constantly and would, would stop when the okay. when people were around. <clears throat> oh, uh, I got gotcha. little, you. Little play yeah. acting, maybe? Yeah. Kind of weird little psychopath. <laughs> Yeah, that kid. Most babies. They learn so young. That kid would (laughs) purposely shit himself after being changed, just just so his mother would have to like clean him again. I was like, "You little fucker." That sounds about right. (laughs) Jesus Christ! But it 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 gave me that vibes to where Uh I don't know if this this is like an evil baby and it's like fucking with her, or if this is just all in her head and she's just we're gonna watch a movie where this woman is just slowly losing it. Yeah, and yeah. then you got John. Kind of hard to tell, and then you got John Snow yeah, with the dad bod. Yeah, he probably said like ten things in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of like, I was like, is that him or isn't that him? You know. Well, he's he's allowed to cut his hair now, right? Oh, yeah. True, not contractually bound anymore, I guess, huh? They could have hired Dak Prescott to throw the baby, but it wouldn't hit the car. Oh no! <laughs> it would have ended up in the the other team's hands. <laughs> I, don't, I was just about to say I don't know why I pictured the baby being thrown and somebody just jumping in and grabbing it. Perfect pass to the other team. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. 
Louis. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know about this one, man. Brian, I think you summed it up, dude. It's kind of hard to tell if it's stuff that's really happening. Like at first, I was like, "Is this gonna be like a Rosemary's Baby thing?" Yeah, that's like what when I, it's the vibe I got at first. I mean, right? it, it 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 could go that way too. It just okay. there was just certain elements. I was just um, like, "Are they gonna switch it on us and just make that's, it?" Maybe I'm thinking maybe they switched out the baby and this isn't really her baby. That Yo, that kind of I got that babies. weird thought, you, you know. But <laughs> I guess we'll find out when we see the movie, you know, what it what it, what's really going on, or maybe we never will know what the true the truth is, you know. Yeah, maybe it's gonna be up to interpretation. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Release date February third, uh, so not too are, far from now. Are Are you looking forward to this one, Philip? It's kind of like yeah, the horrors of child raising. You're into that. <laughs> you got plenty of that going on. Yeah, hey, demon babies are fun. I mean, you know, right? probably not so much in real life, but I'll watch a movie about it. <laughs> All right, on to our final trailer, which was uh, the actual official trailer because we, we saw the teaser a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. Sure. Scream 6. Official trailer. I think I called it. Someone got a shotgun to the face. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm so intrigued on what the story is because I think this this could make or break this movie. The the story because you got the introduction of what they're saying is a, a ghost face. Nobody's ever you never seen this kind of ghost face before. I think he drops right. that line in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really, really curious on where they're taking this movie. Well, I mean, yeah, I, and then I think they nailed it like right, perfect timing with uh, what's her name, Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Oh, for sure. On top for of the sure. fucking world right now, and now mm-hmm. she's gonna star in this thing, and it looks good. I I think it's gonna be the best one we've seen yet. Yeah, they wow. definitely. They they said they're up in the the violence and gore in this one. Um, okay. We got uh, what's her name, Hayden Panettiere back as Kirby. Yeah. Mhm. I forgot about her. Uh, yeah, and uh, there was a little scene. I don't know if it was a misdirect in the trailer where <clears throat> uh, Jenna Ortega kind of had a sinister look on her face. Mhm. So really? I don't know if they're okay. trying to throw I didn't us off. Catch like that. maybe she's a killer because I think there's. I've heard a theory that there's multiple ghost face in it. Like maybe a cult of ghost faces. Um, okay, so all right, so how do you explain the part where they're like for, first of all they're in Manhattan, right? They're not yeah. back in, you know, wherever their the little town that they're in normally. And how do you explain the fact that they have like a what was it like they open the curtains and there's like a museum dedicated to all the different ghost face? There's, yeah. Is there someone that worships them or something? I heard a theory that there's multiple ghost faces, almost like a cult of them. That and, lends and to the, that. The, the main, I've heard theories that the main one at it yeah. that kind of collected all this stuff is, is somebody from the past. Okay. And Nip we're going to have... Huh. That's I, oh, that was yeah. my that was my guess uh, when we talked about it. It's mm-hmm. they're they're telling us Neff Campbell's right. not in the movie, and then when we get that scene of somebody taking a mask off, boom. Wow, would they make it that low hanging fruit though? I mean, really, you know? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, was, <laughs> that's almost too obvious, almost too on the nose. I but mean, people would love it. <clears throat> 
audience would go would go wild yeah. in the theater. I mean, there's there's a lot of questions. Uh, the 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 main girl that that uh, Billy Loomis's daughter. Mm-hmm. Why right. Does she have, why does she have a mask in her possession? You know, huh. stuff like that. Okay. Is she still seeing her <clears throat> visions of her father? Does people know she's talking to her dead father? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of questions. Uh, and people said they saw Samara weaving in the trailer. I didn't see her nowhere. No, you know, I think I, I would have noticed Samara weaving. Or yeah. I, I'd like to think I would. Philip, I'm, I appreciate your enthusiasm for it, dude, but I hope this isn't the one that jumps the shark. You know, because yeah. no, you're not taking you're not taking him to space. Granted, but you are taking him to Manhattan. So, uh, well, it's a person that's this collecting. Goes. Yeah, that's collecting everything. It's gonna have to be somebody that's been in the movies. They're not just gonna have a some brand. Oh, hope. Yeah. <laughs> that would that would be really bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Are they gonna I mean, create like a Ghostface universe now? I mean, you know, I like would, John Wick, the Continental. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say if anybody, I mean, uh, other than Sydney, it would be right? maybe maybe it's Gail Weathers. I mean, yeah. she has she has access to huh. all that stuff. Okay. Well, and maybe she has an inquisitive mind. <laughs> she definitely has an inquisitive mind. She's a reporter. Or maybe that's why Kirby's back. Uh, Hayden Panettiere. Maybe she's involved. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. I don't know. Wow. But I heard. I heard this is a bigger story because it's going to lead into the next one. So they okay. have something planned, and I, I wasn't. I wasn't really disappointed with the previous one. So yeah. Oh, not at all. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good movie. So that's my favorite, I... my favorite screen movie since three, Brian. <laughs> so, but this is um, definitely not the last chapter. I take it. Okay. Yeah, whatever whatever story they have <laughs> planned out, I, I heard it, it involves a, a Scream Seven. So. Cool. Okay. Whatever, whatever goes on in this one, if, if all the rumors are true, it won't be the end of this storyline that's introduced into this movie. So, we'll see. Uh, More to come. Remains yeah. to be seen, right? March 10th. Okay. Don't have, don't have too long to wait. Now, this one, they didn't wait too long. So, that's, that's, how, you, that's how you get a sequel out, right? Like yeah. just a little beyond a year after the the one before. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad that we're seeing trailers and it's like, oh yeah, the movie's about to come out next month or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Instead of right? here's a trailer, the movie's going to come out in three years. You know? it's, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that's the worst, man. That is the worst when they do yeah, that. Yeah, I just uh, I think <clears throat> I just seen uh, Netflix put out their you know every beginning of the year they put out like a reel of all the movies coming out. Sure. And I got, I guess Zack Snyder has like an epic sci fi action thriller coming out in December. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I was like, I've been okay. hearing a lot about Rebel Moon and it looks pretty cool and it has like a big cast. And then they showed uh, some of it in the, the little sizzle reel and then it flashed the date like December 23rd or something. I was like, well, <laughs> the fuck? They got you. Yeah, there's no use getting excited for it that early because by that point, the buzz will wear off. (laughs) All right, that's it. Okay, let's move on to some listener feedback. Check Uh, on my dog, guys. I'll be right back. All right. All right. 
this week, the podcast spotlight shines on $2 late fee. Uh, love 80s movies? Do you want to hear amazing stories about these movies directly from your favorite actors, directors, writers, and composers that made them? Hosted by 80s ninjas, Zach and Dustin. Uh, $2 late fee is an 80s movie interview podcast bathed in the soothing glow of soundtracks, nostalgia, and positivity. New episodes every two weeks. 80s I wanted ninjas. to be a ninjas. I know. I wanted to be a ninja so bad when I was growing up. <laughs> I had the the because I was a big Karate Kid fan, so I had yeah. like the outfit with the headband. Oh yeah. 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 I remember asking my mom one time, like, uh, if, if I had like any Japanese heritage or whatever, and she was like, "What? No." <laughs> you remember those broken? <laughs> you remember those magazines that you, they used to have like the throwing stars and the nunchucks and. Yeah, like like I used karate to have some stars. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy that. And my parents were like, No, you're not. Yeah, you're not, <laughs> buying, you're not buying size and throwing stars and nunchucks. And it's just like I, I will one day, and I never. Did. <laughs> They're hard to find now. I I I, I got a uh, I had a throwing star back in the '80s, and I lost it in my neighbor's yard because I was throwing it at a tree and it missed. Yeah. And so that sucker's gone and probably sliced somebody's foot open. Let's <laughs> ask so Lance. Lance, you ever what wanted to be what, a ninja when you I were miss? a kid? You ever wanted What's to be that? a ninja? You ever wanted to be a ninja? Until I watched the last season of Cobra Kai, and then that turned me off totally. Uh, there's no ninjas in there. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm looking a little more like Beverly's Hill, Beverly Hills ninja uh, yeah. nowadays. No, yeah, no, we we all wanted to be ninjas when we were kids. Am I right? Yeah, well, I was uh, telling Philip uh, the remember the, those karate magazines <clears throat> where you can like, oh, yeah. order like throwing stars and <laughs> yeah. nunchucks and <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> they used all to right. have uh, they used to have ads like on the last page of the comic book, right, where you could order those. Yeah. I was like, I, I, had, a, I, I think I ordered some and they were like plastic. <laughs> I, had, I had some real deal nunchucks, but I had to get rid of them because my, my cousin almost knocked himself out swinging them. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, I told him not he was, the most efficient weapon yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, true. I mean, Looks clearly, good, if you know how to when use he them. was swinging it, he was swinging it too close to his head. Yeah, and he just like just caught the top of his head. Well, that'll happen <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing. Shout out to Derek if you're listening. He actually hit himself twice with the nunchucks. He oh, hit himself again God. right after that. Wow, was was Once one of the cut. hits? Yeah, I was gonna say was at least one in his nuts. <laughs> no, he hit himself in the head both like, times within Yikes. like ten seconds. Well, second time when painful. he decided to put the nunchucks down. Right. That <laughs> sounds painful. Me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, two dollar late fee. Check that one out. Cool. Um, and let's Good welcome memories. some new members to the Horror Returns <sighs> group: Christina Taft and Misty Zavar. Welcome. All right. Keep them coming. Oh, and I want to say something with the group. Uh, people that request the group, I put a question in there, or a couple questions, you know, because uh, there's been certain pages that have been friend or not uh, requesting to join the group that clearly are not real people. I got you. Uh oh. If you don't, if you don't answer, <laughs> if you don't answer the question, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to deny you. Yeah. 
Fair enough. It's a simple make question. Sure you're not a robot. Yeah. Sim- two simple questions. What's your favorite genre in horror? What's your favorite horror movie? If you don't answer yeah, the question, I'm simple. sorry. Okay. And if you do, the ghost face comes after you. <laughs> What's All your right. favorite scary movie? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's official. Cocaine Bear is the winner of our <laughs> survey for most anticipated Jesus movie of 2023. Okay. And I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> is, is Nicolas Cage in that or... Playing oh, the bear. Should be. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just rewatched uh, what what's that movie? The unbearable, unbearable way to master talent. Oh yes, oh, yeah. yes. He's fucking fantastic in that movie, and so is Pedro Pascal. Yeah, I was you know what? Uh, that whole scene where they were doing acid. That was fantastic. Just to look on Pedro's face when they're driving in the car, and he's just like smiling with his eyes like super wide. <laughs> you know what? That I might watch that movie after we're done recording. It's not fucking. It's either that going to be that or the last of this premiere. So maybe I'll flip a coin, let the fates decide. I think you can't go wrong with either one. <clears throat> I don't think so either. And speaking of Pedro Pascal, we have season three. I'm surprised you didn't have us watch the uh, trailer for the upcoming season three, Brian. I totally forgot it. We could talk about it real quick. I I forgot about it because the trailer came out. One of those shows we weren't doing trailers. So, but um, yeah, I'm. It looks like just like they're they're keeping that train moving forward. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, as well I didn't they see, should. I didn't, I didn't see nothing in the trailer that disappointed me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, um, this is the way. I was slightly let down by last season, so Were hopefully ya? they bring it back. Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't as good as the first season. Although that's that's gonna be hard to do. That can happen. Not yeah. enough Bill Burr. Huh? Not enough Bill Burr. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love Bill Burr. <laughs> Getting yeah, back in good. there. He's good. Um, and regarding Alone, Ryan Stevens said he loved this one. So we'll yeah. see what we thought about it. Sino okay. uh, Babes says uh, thanks so much for sharing. No problem. Um, Horror's Edge says uh, thanks for sharing the podcast. Are you very much appreciate Very yeah. nice. Uh, oh, here's another one regarding Skinnamarink. Uh-oh. Mm. Dinky dink. Oh, boy. Um, is this available streaming anywhere from Eric Bylanok? Is it? I wanted to tell him, but, you know, I, I try not to, on social media, kind of I got push, you. Try not to devil. Trying to, trying to push that narrative yeah. of... Because honestly, honestly, I, if I had a chance to see it in the theater, well, I would have, I would have supported filmmakers. But I'll, I'll just say, I'm glad I didn't go to the theater. I yeah. think, Brian, I think it's safe to say they've made their fifteen thousand back by now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I think you're but, safe. <laughs> so, so and no, I, nowhere easy. Although I'm sure it'll be yeah. on Shutter or something eventually. Here, so, yeah, yeah, Brian said Shutter February first, right? Oh, okay. Uh, I, this uh, February first, whatever that first weekend is of February, is going to be okay. um, Shutter. Okay, so there you go, Eric. You don't have to wait too long. Well, I'll check it out just because of the buzz. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> uh, regarding Velma, the new one, Ryan oh, Stevens says it's total Nuts. crap. I have <laughs> I keep heard a lot of that but trash about this show. <laughs> I, I I haven't watched it, but I'll just say, Aye. everybody, calm down. It didn't ruin okay. your childhood. Oh, here we go with the Brian Johnson Star Wars <laughs> shit again. Huh? 
It, I mean, I just, it didn't ruin it. I mean, you still have your Scooby-Doo. He, he didn't go nowhere. I got you. If you Even don't like it, don't... Oh, wait, was it Scooby-Doo that met the Phantom of the Paradise or whatever, or the Phantom of the yeah. Park? I, I mean, it's... there's a lot of shit stuff they do. I mean, Scooby-Doo wrestled John Cena in a fucking movie, <laughs> I think. <laughs> hey, they all showed up in uh, Supernatural. That was a pretty awesome episode. <laughs> no. Was it animated? Uh, yeah, they, no. they like got sucked into a TV and went to an animated world. No way! Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it was I great. I gotta see that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just feel like uh, people... It, it's back to, right. to the thing Pedro was trying to get at yeah. Kevin about. The, mm-hmm. the whole... Uh, when Nez said uh, people need to stop getting mad over Halloween and stuff. I think what right. he was trying to right. say is... Not that you can't be mad at the at the product, but getting mad to the point where you're arguing and just being nasty on the internet for no you know it's a fucking cartoon yeah it's a it's an adult take on a cartoon and i think people are just flipping out and arguing and i don't know i'm i'm sure i'm sure it doesn't go as far as cherry pop tart did for archie comics so (laughs) well what were you gonna say I, I, i have i have i have no reason to watch it. I don't plan on it. So yeah, right. It's not on the agenda. Yeah, uh, and if and, it pops and then, up, maybe and that show was that, not made for me. And that, right. that's my point. Like you know, if there's there's people that watched it that that hated it before. Mm-hmm. You know why? Well, if you dig it, watch it. If you don't dig it, don't watch it. Yeah, I mean, if if you don't like it, why do you keep watching it? There's a, there's only sixteen thousand other streaming services out there, Philip, buying oh, for our five, ten, or twenty dollars a month. There's there's a lot of people that hate watch things. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 true. Don't 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 let me get on those certain wow. Star Wars fans that go see a Star Wars <laughs> movie like five times oh, no. and like complain about it every time they watch it. I was like, yeah, you just well, went to the theater five times to see the movie. Well, there it is. Don't watch Luke, film. Luke and his blue milk. <laughs> Maybe it'll go away. We're talking to you, Patrick. <laughs> Luke and his blue milk. <laughs> uh, and Marcus Wilturner says, uh, New York City has becomes a battlefield for a different kind of ghost face in the second trailer for the next installment of the groundbreaking franchise. Ahem, horrorgasm. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are a lot more excited for it than I am. (laughs) Marcus, Philip, I think you guys. (laughs) Well, I'm not even a huge fan of the screen movies, but the trailer looks good. (laughs) Ah, Okay, I hope it's as good as y'all think. I think it's going to jump the shark. Brian, who do you think is going to be good? I think it's going to be good. They hit that like meteor. I'm in the minority as usual. As which always, is, I'm which in the is, minority. Which what is strange. Which is strange because you love the previous one so much. Very much, yeah. <laughs> and it's the much. same cast and the same directors coming back. I love the ensemble back. cast. Oh, same directors. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, then I guess you know what I need. To, I need to sit back, relax, and have a little bit of faith. I'm just saying they hit that meteoric rise of Jenna Ortega <laughs> and this movie yeah. coming out at the right time, and I, okay. I, I right. think it's got a good chance. I just think taking Ghostface to okay, cool. <laughs> and they yes. brought Hayden Panettiere back, 
And it's got some more. A Whedon. minor I mean, character from one fucking movie. I don't give a fuck. She's saved the cheerleader, saved the world. Bring her back for every movie. They need to bring heroes back with decent actors again. Yeah, they need but to anyway. like start over at season two and and just nullify the rest of it. That yeah, that, that that was that, that was a writer's thing. Yeah, yeah that, that got happened bad. That, that well, Lost, writer's strike. Speak, speaking of going back to Lost, Brian, that's that's what happened to Lost one year because I know it's kind of hard to slog through because it's like twenty three, twenty four you know, episodes a season because mm-hmm. it was network TV. But they did have that one writer's strike shortened season that was only like maybe like 10 or 12 episodes or something like that. And I don't know, man. Give it a shot. If you you said you're going to yeah, at least I'm, watch I'm the first episode, right? And, and, and Heroes, okay, cool. I fucking, that first season, I loved Heroes. Love the first okay, season. Lost is the same way. The first season of Lost is, is almost as good as the first season of Heroes. And then they sort okay. of fell off. I love that season so much. Okay. I, I that was back when I was like tuning in to TV like yeah, sure. every week, and then when that second season hit, I think I I tapped out like third episode. Yeah. I was just like, this is not the same show. And then yeah, that was before I, I was like shame. really really into you know finding out information about movies and TV shows, and that's when I mm-hmm. found out it was. Uh, different writers because of the, they had a big writer strike. Yeah, the, the writer strike thing. Sure, yeah. sure. I'm amazed well, there's still stuff that comes on broadcast TV. It feels like it should just be like know. sports, news, and, you know. And that's it. Judge Judy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it's like CSI New Orleans, CSI Baton Rouge, CSI yeah. Lake Charles. See, and that's just Louisiana. <laughs> Well, they got that Chicago. What is it? Chicago PD. Chicago. That's right. Fire Chicago Department. Hope. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago janitor service. That's the one where they kept interrupting Law and Order to bring in the Chicago people, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. I don't care. Oh, for <laughs> Philip, Philip, goddamn it! When are they going to make a? When are they going to make a TV show about the the real heroes of the world, the electricians? Man, come on. <laughs> That's riveting TV. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be wouldn't all that keep, out shit. Wouldn't that keep you, <laughs> keep you glued to your set every week? Am I right? I tell you. Well, what's his name needs to be the star of that one. Uh, I forgot his name. When we did, when um, we watched House Two. Oh, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> that guy. He, he gave him his business card and it said electrician and electrician like, part time. Yeah, the guy, from, like the guy from Cheers, right? Yeah, was Norm from Cheers or something like that. His I've last name like, about, like Rats a, and uh, Burger or something. Reality show before, and I'm like like a competition type thing, <laughs> right? It's a good thing we're going off on a lot of tangents because only one of us has seen the main feature tonight. <laughs> it's going to be a five word review period. Mm, that's right. No, you got to give us so, more than five. Words. Well, I'll let you guys ask questions. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it for sure. Uh, Marcus also shared, uh, "Hey peeps, it's been a while, but I'm back on another podcast." Nice. Uh, what podcast? Oh, here it goes. This time around, I'm on episode <laughs> five of Bead versus the Living which, Dead. Which we're supposed to do tomorrow night. I can't make it, guys. Can y'all? Oh, no. Yeah. See, I didn't even know I already about reached it. out to Bead. I'm going to try to do next week. If y'all want to try to do it. The movies look awesome. They're like yeah, these totally terrible watch. Light of the Living Dead 3D, double D, triple D ripoff bullshit. They look terrible. Better I be watched, movies. Like, Oh, there will be. <laughs> I watched like the first five minutes of each of them. And it was like, let me put it to you this way. It was so bad that it was like taking place in a in a mortuary. 
and it, it was showing like the corpse of the grandfather laying there and they were all talking about him and crying and everything and you, and you can see the guys moving like something to do. <laughs> like a fly was crawling on him or something <laughs> you know what the rest of the take was good we'll just leave it in <laughs> right <laughs> okay if we tried it 50 times that's the best one <laughs> It stays. Uh, but yeah, so he's on episode five of Bead versus the Living Dead. So when you get a chance, take a listen. Uh, to host nice. Bede Germain and his guests, uh, Amy Hikari, uh, John Seavey uh, from Half Horror. Amy, Sa- <laughs> Amy Sedaris? What? Amy Speaking ha- of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you had Amy Sedaris on there. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And I mean, I will say this. Marcy has some, Marcy has some connections. Oh yeah, Her sister sure. is a big time uh, yeah. film filmmaker. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, Marcus, as we uh, dive extensively into the technicals, differences, uh, commonalities, and overall hysterical comedy of the Riff Tracks Live and uh, colorized oh. versions of <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, and CJ Dakota posted a review of Dead Nude Girls. Documents like this. <laughs> okay. I feel like I've seen this movie. I feel like I need to. Uh, I think you dropped it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zombies. <laughs> okay. Uh, B. Germain says, uh, Hey, everyone. Part one of the 2B Tuesdays podcast special. Uh, best of 2022 episodes. Uh, is now online at both the Super Network and other podcast streaming services everywhere. Um, listen to my co-hosts, Marcy, Mike, and I share some of the best moments from the show during 2021. Uh, you can listen to it at the link below and also keep a lookout for part two later this week. Enjoy. Thanks, sir. All right. <clears throat> nice. Um, and Mike Bachelor says, uh, all hail Geico Kaiju. <laughs> I don't know what that is. mind says, uh, Lance, you make an appearance on this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Titanic. Uh, oh. What was Titanic 2? How do you make a sequel to Titanic? <laughs> make a bigger show. <laughs> I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I saw, a, I saw a Valentine's card the other day that said uh, it was like a picture of Rose floating on a on, on, on the door or whatever, and it, it says, honey, I would have made room for you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. What a selfish bitch. <laughs> There's a gif I saw of, like, a frog on a lily pad, and another one's trying to uh-huh. jump up, and it, like, the frog uh-huh. kicks him off. And it's like... Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it did the whole Titanic thing. It was pretty funny. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Uh, regarding uh, blood relatives, Gabriel Dice says, uh, "Got to see, got to see this premiere with Q and A with uh, Noah Segan afterwards. He's a cool dude. Nice, cool, yeah." Um, Samantha Bean reposted a movie like Skinnamarink making oh, over seven hundred k in a single weekend, entirely off of viral word of mouth, off of a pirated copy of the filming going around is pretty damn astounding. Yeah, I agree. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Green adds, uh, yep, loved it, but the people I was watching it with didn't. Definitely worth checking out. Brian, were you were you in that group? Of of what? The ones that didn't love it. Uh, I would have to <laughs> lean towards yes. 
Oh, by the way, I just got a yes. Speaking of yes, I just got a yes from Gabriel Tice, filmmaker, uh, that he will be one of our judges for the March Madness. Awesome. So we're getting the word out there. We got our first confirmed case. Oh, and I'm I'm March Madness calling it right now. I'm not going to be a Uh backup. I'm not being a backup contestant. No, elevated horror is not my thing. Uh, well, you won't need to be, dude. We've got like seven or eight people. We're we're gonna have to fight off people that want to be on this one. <laughs> so. Well, I'm just saying. Last year, I had to be a backup for uh, okay. The, the, was it exploitation the movies? Exploitation, oh, yeah. And no, nobody liked none of the stuff I was voting for. So well, there you go, man. I don't. Think I watched a couple of them after year. we had that episode because I hadn't seen them, and I was like, I, I need to watch these movies. Right? <laughs> it was awesome. Um, all right, and uh, that's it. Our show uh, intro and new logos come from Steve Carlton from the Geeks. We had him last week. Check it out, and uh, be on the lookout for more great stuff from him. Um, our original skull artwork still comes from Natsulani. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the shows for a future. Uh, at any amount you know what I mean and for $5 or more a month also pick a commentary for a future bonus show Uh, just search the horror returns at patreon.com and we'll roll into our featured attractions this week we put out the amber alert as we cover alone as well as the brand new (laughs) missing who writes well I don't think she was a kid so I don't know if it counts yeah I was gonna ask (laughs) Um, we'll start with alone from 2020 um, a recently widowed traveler is kidnapped by a cold-blooded killer, only to escape into the wilderness where she uh, is forced to battle against the elements as her pursuers close in on her. Spoiler alert! <laughs> that gives away the first hour of the movie. Jesus. Oh, I guess it kind of is. <laughs> I, I know, and I read it before I saw the movie, oh, well. and I'm like, fuck! <laughs> well, anyway. if, you haven't, if you haven't seen it yet, don't listen to that part and go watch it. Yeah, please. It's a great movie. <laughs> Showing my hand, but I enjoyed it. But uh, uh, keep direct, going, man. Way too director, early. <laughs> director is John Hyams, also known for the TV show Chucky. I've heard of that show. Well, there you go. That's why I like it. <laughs> uh, writer is Matthias Olsen, also known for several Swedish films that uh, I would. Vicky, 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 Vicky. I don't know. Philip, Philip did good on the, what was it, the hatching? <laughs> oh. <laughs> those names. Yeah, trying to throw out names. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Just throw on an accent and get it as close as I can. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sam uses the tactic of appearing helpless, uh, wearing a sling, and needing assistance with his car uh, to try to lure Jessica out of her car. Um, this is a tactic used by real-life serial killer Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. Um, it also is used by James uh, Gum to lure Catherine Martin into his van in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, so okay. be careful of guys with injuries. Right. <laughs> Personal note. Um, all right, well, Lance, get us started. What did you think about Alone? I liked it. I did. I, I enjoyed it. I loved the way that it built up. I thought it was three distinct acts that were incredibly well uh, drawn out. I wish that I hadn't read that little description before because I didn't know what was going to happen. Or I, I wish I had known what was going to happen, you know, that she was going to eventually escape. But I will say this. The actor that played the uh, 
Uh, was he really for sure a killer, though? Like, did they say for sure? Well, he did, he did kill the one. Okay, he did actually kill someone in the movie. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, but was was he getting her to kill her though, or just to rape her? What did did you guys yes. think? Okay. Yes. For sure. Well, because he okay. said she wasn't like the first one. Ah, argument gotcha. or whatever. Okay. I, yeah, that's clearly, right. That's motivations right. behind him. <laughs> okay. Clearly, this was a cabin that he probably owned and used multiple times. That his wife, that he talked to on the phone, didn't even know about. Yes. What, a he, what he said, he was at a a hotel for a business meeting. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So he probably goes on these business uh, meetings. Uh, a couple times a year, and he just goes to this cabin that that probably nobody even knows about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Obvi- obviously, she did not have him on find a friend on the iPhone. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the part, the part that got me, well, the part uh, that where I knew I was going to enjoy this movie was the way that they were they were able to capture like what it's like being alone when you're driving on the road like that. Yeah, and for a woman, I'm sure it's ten times worse. But when I was taking my new electric car, right, I took it all the way to Albuquerque, and it was like a 24-hour straight drive. And there was a couple of charging stops that were a little sketchy, you know, that I would have to stop at. I'm like, man, if I was a woman and I was out here alone, I could imagine the fear, you know, the fear level would be, you know, elevated that much because of the way that you know our society is, the way that things are. And I just kind of get the feeling that this director had a pretty good handle on that. I don't know if it was the directing or if it was her acting, but she definitely portrayed that. I mean, I, I got that sense of fear and that sense of dread and very aptly named movie alone because she really was, you know, and that was um, that was my favorite part of the movie, actually. It was kind of like the first act before he even really got her. And then when he kept showing up and it was like every time he was a little bit more creepy and a little bit more creepy. And then he just acted like he was so fucking entitled. Right. Like he's like, you fucking cunt, you bitch. You know, why did you ignore me? Why did you drive away from me? Why didn't you listen to me? Well, because you're a fucking rapist and a killer, you asshole. (laughs) There's some rando on the road, man. Yeah, no shit. No (laughs) shit. And then he. I think he wasn't he the father in uh, Ozark, like Ruth. The uncle. Ruth's father or uncle? Oh, I was going to say, he looked like the guy from The Walking oh. Dead. He's the uncle that was sleeping with the FBI agent. That's right. That's right. Yes. And he he was a very similar character in that one, right? Like, you know, really um, aggressive. He wasn't, he wasn't rapey. Yeah. That's well, right. rapey in a, in, a different, in a different way, I guess. Well, no, I guess that was consensual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he... Plays that character well. I thought. I thought. All. I thought both of the the characters did a, a phenomenal job. Yeah, he acting. was. Uh, he was also in the movie we talked about last week, <clears throat> the, the Retaliators. No kidding. Huh. Okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely got to see that movie. I just haven't. Like I said, I haven't really been able to find it yet. But um, I was worried. Oh, was he's gonna... in. He's in sick. Mm. Oh well, shit. He's in everything all of a sudden now, yeah. huh? Yeah, no kidding. He's shit. a good actor. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, but is is he this same exact typecast in those movies, Brian, or is he a different uh, type of character? He, he plays this role pretty good. 
Okay. So I, I don't know if he's typecast, but he didn't really play this type of character in Ozark. He was, you know, had right? different levels to him in that one. Yeah, sure. But that sure. that that one had a great story arc. So yeah, but. I can see him if he hasn't been. I could see him being typecast in these kind of roles. Mm-hmm. As the creepy yeah, he guy. Was, yeah, <laughs> he was. He was convincing. I really, yeah, I really thought that the last third. Once you get past what everything IMDb tells you is in the movie, I I thought it was just kind of like you know more of just a generic thriller yeah. type movie. Like, is she going to get away or is it going to end up more like that one that unfortunately ended really sad. That we watched that took place in the UK that had uh, Michael oh, Fassbender and Eden Beth Lake. Dutt. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was worried about we were going to get the Eden Lake ending there for a little bit, but we didn't. So, um, yeah, good movie. I I enjoyed it. Thought it was three three really nicely done acts. I wish I hadn't read that description prior to watching it, but uh, even with that, I I got a lot out of it. Good movie. Brian, what do you think? I loved it. Um, I've seen this before. I, I actually, I kind of remembered it a little bit different. Uh, the scene where really? she calls she calls the wife. Oh yeah. I thought oh, I clearly yes, remembered yes. that the wife, when she put the wife on speakerphone, the wife said something about "do what you have to do." Oh, the husband. That's what I thought I remembered. Mm. But that wasn't the case. So yeah, I love the movie. Uh, I well, agree with you, Lance. You. It's a uh, uh, different acts. And um, she carried this movie with uh, her portrayal of, uh, at first, being kind of scared. But I, I would say scared, but she made a lot of correct decisions, though. She she didn't help him. She drove away. Yes. She, got, you know, yes. she, she did she, the right she, thing. She acted on her instincts. Her instincts were telling her, this guy's no good. And just, uh, she acted on all of them. And... I thought that was a good change of pace because um, they brought up uh, in the notes the mm-hmm. scene from Silence of the Lambs. I mean that that girl. I'm I'm sorry that she was kind of fucking dumb in that movie because <laughs> the, the scene in right. Silence of the Lambs is when uh, he's asking her to carry a, a fucking sofa into the van and he has her get in the van and carry the sofa in. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten about that, man. Yeah. And and if you go back and watch Silence of the Lambs and watch that scene, she's even apprehensive about even helping him. So she didn't act on her instincts. And yes. I just like this portrayal in this one. And then I like the whole, um, she just doesn't have to worry about him. She has to worry about the elements because, you know, she runs out of the house. When she escapes, she has no shoes on and she immediately steps on a root which goes into her foot so she's on one, yeah, right. one bad foot for the rest of the movie yeah see that's where I thought we were going to go in the Eden Lake direction mm-hmm. as soon as that happened that, I started getting that worry but the one thing I had a problem with this guy seems for the most part kind of indestructible because yeah. he catches a tire iron to yeah. the head multiple times and he is yeah. not knocked out yeah they kind of overdid that didn't they I'm like, man, you need to be a professional fighter or something. Cause or, or, a, or a Jason, the next Leslie Vernon. <laughs> he could, <laughs> right? He could have been in training for that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you, uh, you don't typically take a tire iron to the head more than once and still move around. <laughs> <laughs> right? Keep, keep rocking and rolling, so to speak. Those huh? things are a pretty good weapon. <clears throat> and I probably would have said I, I would have liked a little bit more in their final showdown at the end. Yeah, because just 
him knowing that his wife possibly knows what he's done and that look on his face kind of like you just you just fucked up everything for me yeah i kind of thought it would have been a little bit more brutal yeah fight to the death right at the end which i, I it, it wasn't which bad it just you would uh, like that you would yeah. have been more satisfying right yeah because she just kind of was yeah all but of she a sudden like was bites him pulled. through his jacket yeah, bites him through his jacket. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> he runs at her. And she does some duck move and hits him in the knee right, with, the, right? with the tire iron. And I was like, where did you get all these moves all of a sudden? <laughs> mm-hmm. You should have been doing that from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I liked... Uh, we we probably should have said his name. We've been talking about him. Mark Men, Menchaca, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. That played the, the. He's just credited as the man. Right. Um, I thought he was great and throughout the movie he was super creepy i liked how when he'd get a call from his wife how he would just it's Change. nothing to him he's just you know <laughs> i got some business to handle that's, i'll probably be here till wednesday yeah that's the, and that's the sign turn, of it that's the sign of a true uh, sociopath right yeah. yeah even the the scene with uh where they run across the hunter mm-hmm. uh, he almost convinced the hunter that he was that this was his sister and she's she has yeah. mental problems you know the guy even questioned he was like okay this kind of this is kind of believable and he looked familiar yeah he did he's he? been the, the, the old man yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i gotta ask that sandwich he gave her is that a thing goat cheese and honey Oh, goat cheese and honey i don't know but i'm gonna try it <laughs> it sounds it sounds damn good they i'll have, try it uh, peanut butter and um, honey sandwiches that's badass yeah Ooh, that yeah <laughs> i know my, my mom used to make like cream cheese and like crushed up walnuts and make it oh. into like a paste and make sandwiches with that that was pretty good go. but well, yeah goat cheese and honey sounds pretty damn good to me yeah i don't know why that stuck out in my head because <laughs> he was like my, my wife my yeah. wife makes a mean sandwich goat right? cheese and honey and i was like huh did, huh? did, did you think for just a minute that he was in on it guys or maybe he was drugging her or you know what i'm saying um, like did y'all get that I, weird originally when corpses ending feeling or originally when i watched it i i was wondering why he was out there right he just well he's hunting yeah he was hunting but he also kind of seemed <laughs> out of place yeah, right. He's actually duh. <laughs> like maybe, almost like maybe he's like it was too maybe like, Almost maybe like he he kind of came off like he's a newbie hunter. Well, I don't know. He was out in the middle of fucking nowhere by himself. That's got to be a cool place to be. I guess. Well, you know. Yeah, I mean, just just <clears throat> that, and then when they came across the log in front of the road, and he yeah. she asked, "Is there any other way out of here?" And he was like, "How am I supposed to know?" And I was like, "Well, why are you right. way out here?" And why are you way? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah, why did you drive your car all the way out there? <laughs> and then I don't. Are there roads through these woods? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't. I don't know and- too many hunters that bring goat cheese and honey sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. his wife made it. But Brian, that goes back to your previous comment about this this killer being like kind of superhuman. How the fuck did he get that tree down? He, he kicked it over with his power. His <laughs> superpowers. Okay, gotcha. That actually is a really good question. That's that's a good point. <laughs> Unless I mean, this is just me kind of making shit up. Maybe the guy really didn't know where he was going and went down the wrong road. Maybe he was lost, and the other guy just yeah. happened to find him. Yeah, yeah. We'll go. With, we'll go with that. 
That's even that's even harder to believe, but okay. <laughs> yeah, because he showed up pretty quick after she got out of the river. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she could have been fucking well, down that river. I was like, maybe, okay, you get in the river, you're good. Maybe he had a chainsaw in that shed, right? We'll give him that. He seemed to be prepared for everything, so he probably Should've did. that at some point, swinging it around like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> so he drove ahead, chainsawed uh-huh. the tree down, drove back so he could come up behind them. Oh, no. We're finding all the holes in this story, aren't we? Nice. And then if the tree's down, how did he get out? Well, darn it. <laughs> and I, I did Mass. like the, the kind of backstory like you said the whole alone thing lance how she right? was dealing with the the loss of her husband which he tried to use mm-hmm. against her which i think kind of motivated her to survive mm-hmm. makes saying, sense sure are you gonna are you gonna give up like your your husband did when he killed himself oh or, that he was kinda, a coward yeah i think he yeah. en- ended up actually fucking motivating her at the end there so yeah good point yeah, I, I I enjoyed this one too. Um, I didn't know anything about it before watching it. I was mm-hmm. trying to make sure I was watching the right fucking movie because it's got sort of a generic name, you know. <laughs> yes. And uh, I there was a lot of moments where I thought, well, man, she could have handled that differently. And if she's gonna <clears throat> attack him, well, now's your opportunity. It's not a, kind of a thing. And uh, like, you know, when he was sitting at his table talking to his wife, and she's just trying to get out of the house. Like, mm-hmm. I get it, but you got a log right there, man. Go smash his head. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I thought surely she was going to run out and start yelling and saying, hey, I'm being held hostage. Right? Yeah, she could have probably ended it right then and there. Yeah. You know? But but I, most of those movies are like that, you know, Monday right. morning quarterback in a little bit. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, maybe if she's driving on a big-ass road trip by herself, she should have been had some kind of weapon on her at least you know right that could have mm-hmm. ended it real quick <laughs> yeah. yeah where was the set because uh kind of looked like be, the pacific northwest yeah, i was maybe? gonna say gotta be up in that pacific northwest area could where, be wrong. which i looks fucking gorgeous um like that'd yeah, be a cool place to go weren't camp. there mountains and stuff like that i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna look it up while you guys are talking because a lot of the times, um, IMDb is pretty good about giving you filming locations. Yeah. Well, and then jumping in that <laughs> river was uh, risky, but I think yep. it was her only out at that no point. No option at that point, man. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was either that or just let this motherfucker take you, you know? Yeah, I'm kind of amazed that she ran into another <clears throat> living person. But also, once she jumped in the river, right? I mean, I, there's no way that guy's going to fucking find her again, I would think. But I guess he set the hunter up by... Kicking down. Okay, um, it was filmed. <laughs> it was filmed in and around the woods of Portland, Oregon. I think that there makes you sense. Go. Yeah, spot on. We hit it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. The setting was completely gorgeous for such a gross movie. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it wasn't that gross as far as. Well. I mean, shit happens. Goes, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was there was alluding to what. He, he probably was gonna do to her and yeah right and i i do like that like you know when the car flipped and all that stuff and she was like down in the, uh, uh matter of oh, fact yeah. it looked like they used a different fucking video camera to 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 film that part or something because there was like film burns and stuff in it while she was ah, sort of getting herself a... back together and crawling mm-hmm. through the mud 
went to kind of a, a grindhouse look a little bit. Yeah, huh? I don't know if that was intentional or that's just the footage that they had or whatever. But I'm I sure it was. I'm yeah. sure it was. Yeah. Maybe they tried to create the uh, her, the illusion of her like kind of being out of it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. It, I can see that. It looked a little more grimy and old school when she was doing that, and then it kind of went back to normal. Right. Uh, but no, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's just any any time they have these, you know, this guy is chasing somebody movie. I'm always like, wow, now's your opportunity. What what are you doing? I know. <laughs> yeah, my, like you said, Monday Monday morning quarterbacking, yeah. right? They keep knocking him down and then <clears throat> running away. What? I mean, <laughs> she got down, she got away at the end, so job. I was happy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just glad it wasn't a a downer ending because I was really worried that was something was gonna fall out from under there at the end. But it, I'm glad it didn't. Okay, now that other movie, oh, Eden uh, Lake, is it right? Eden Lake, yeah, yeah. That, that was a better movie, I thought. Oh, better quality, sure. Yeah. But uh, but this one was or pretty good. It was, it was interesting. It it held my attention. Yeah, same here. Oh, this guy John Hames, uh, the director, he directed <clears throat> mm-hmm. Sick. No. Yeah. Holy shit. Maybe I'm that's kinda, what I'm going to watch after we're done recording. Kind of looking over. <laughs> I can't figure out what I'm going to watch. Kind of looking if over stuff that it. he's done, and uh, he's done some action movies, and uh, recently, uh, yeah, he did uh, Sick. No yeah. kidding. And so th- that explains why he uses the same actor. Then they probably yeah. uh, probably work work together pretty well. But I wonder, was he at all involved in Ozark, Brian, by any chance? I don't see. He did work on that zombie show on Netflix, uh, Black Summer. He directed ah, some episodes for that, too. Okay. And there were two of those, right? There was Black Summer, and then there was World War Z. No? What am I thinking? Oh, of? you're thinking of Z Nation. Yeah. Did he work Which, on that one? No, I don't see it here. Okay. He worked on that show Roswell. Oh. Huh. That's right at Phillips Alley. <laughs> well, except it was one of those CW... Aliens again. Yeah, it was like one of those CW teen shows, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he teen, directed, ali- teen aliens in love. Yeah. He directed a couple okay. episodes of Chicago PD and Chicago Fire. Uh, there you go. Full circle, boys. Full circle. All right, y'all ready for scores so I can give my five word uh, No, you're, you're, you're giving missing. us more than you're giving us more than okay. <laughs> all about who you know. <laughs> all right, scores. Lance, what do you think? Um uh it's a seven. It's solid. I liked it. Okay. Brian? Um, I go a little bit higher, seven and a half. It's a solid uh kidnapping thriller, you know. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It, 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 the story doesn't like reinvent the wheel or anything, but there was a there was a lot of. I, I think she carried the movie. He also carried the movie too, because it's primarily just them two in the whole movie, and I think they kind of worked well telling the story. And I like her progression from the beginning to the end. And yeah, it was a, it was a pretty solid movie. Yeah, um, I can go seven. I think it was pretty decent. Public service announcement. Controversial opinion. Ladies, go get a fucking gun. They're not that scary. <laughs> this movie could have been over in ten minutes. <laughs> he comes and breaks yeah, the window with a fucking tire iron and she pops him in the face. 
that's all she wrote. <laughs> yeah, or for those people like in California and New York where you can't uh-huh. carry guns, carry a knife. Right? Yeah, or a taser or something. <clears throat> or 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 one of the oh, what about those uh what about y'all y'all heard about these 90,000 volt stunner things that are like they it's like a walking stick. But it has a stunner on the end of it, like a cattle yeah. prod. I shit you not, my wife's store got robbed last week. Oh, that's the only thing the guy had. Because really? he came up, he took two expensive, like fucking six thousand dollar coffee machines, put them onto a a, a little uh, pallet jack thing, uh, or a little dolly, I mean. And he was going out, and the one male employee that was in the store confronted him. And he pulled that bad boy out, which is about this long. It's like a walk. It's literally the size of a walking stick. I think people use it like when they go on nature trails. So like if a dog yeah. comes up to you and they can get the dog. And the guy just pushed the button and went zip, zip, zip. And the dude cleared out of the way and said, take the coffee makers. <laughs> uh, and they got a clean getaway. It's not his coffee maker. It's a yeah. real thing. <laughs> well, especially on those stores. I mean, hell, Lance, you worked at Target. You know the. Sure. Those places are not hard to rob because they can't really fucking do right. anything to you. <laughs> no, not really. And they always say if they're if they've got something, then it's either that or you. Let them take it. Yeah, I mean, which I guess is <clears throat> I, I don't know. I'd have a hard time with that. <laughs> well, by the look, man, the reality is by the time the retail store files the insurance claim based on the police report and all that, those two six thousand dollar coffee machines all of a sudden became ten. Six thousand dollar coffee machine, so you know that's the way it works. Work the system. Yep. Yeah, but hey, self defense, man. If you're gonna be scared alone, you don't have to. Yep. Fair enough. I like. I would have given it a ten. If that movie was like, if she'd blown him away and it was a fifteen minute long PSA movie, (laughs) the creepy guy. Because you know we've always run it. We've all run across that that fucking guy who's blocking you in on the road. You pass him and then he speeds up or whatever, and you're like, yes, that cocksucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, that would have been a fucking movie that after the, the road incident uh-huh. at the rest stop, he walks up to her and he's like, oh, sorry about... Pow! <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's a little early. <laughs> but when he breaks out the tire iron and kicks in the window, then it's time to... <laughs> just, just like, pow. The end. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to scare you. I am. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> you can you Brian, can add a little couple minutes after after she shoots him, where the police was like, "Oh, we've been looking for this guy." <laughs> no, <laughs> Brian Phillip, you guys just wrote the sequel. There it is. All you need is fifteen thousand dollars to make it, and we're off to the races. Skin a marink money. We'll spend it all on the special effects of the uh, head exploding. <laughs> all right, missing. Missing. 2023. Um, After her mother goes missing, a young woman tries to find her from home using tools available to her online. Uh, Director and writers are Nicholas Johnson and Will Merrick. Uh, Writer is Adam Green, also known for Searching. Uh, like its predecessor, Searching, background news articles apparently reference a potential alien invasion. I don't think Adam happening. Green was the writer. I think I forgot to change out the, oh. the notes from last week. Sorry, guys. Oops. <laughs> I don't think Adam Green wrote this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoever the guy is that wrote Searching. FYI. I think it's the same. Was it the same two guys? I think they yeah. wrote and directed oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. No Adam Green. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, like its predecessor searching, uh-huh. background news articles apparently reference a potential alien invasion happening concurrently with the events of this movie. I noticed one headline that said something like something was seen over the over some farm somewhere. And they were wondering if it was just like flashing lights or if it was something else. But uh, there's, I, these are those movies you got to rewatch over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, what was that one we saw with the real bitchy lady that was the musician that she was in the UK and, oh, Dashcam. Remember that one? That was I in the UK? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because remember, that's where it all went down. She went to go visit her friend in the UK. I feel and like she I'm, didn't want to wear the mask in the airport. Come I feel on, like I'm right? losing my mind. I never noticed oh, it was in the UK. Dude. It was in the UK. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she went to visit her friend and she didn't hit it off with the friend's girlfriend. And she ended up like grabbing his car and taking it from him. Oh, when the old lady shit in the car. And... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hate when it happens. <laughs> anyway, but those kind of movies, or uh, the one that we all loved, um, fuck the one. God damn it, dude! We that was all. It was on all of our top ten lists. Um, uh, uh, fuck, help we didn't me love out. Love it notes. that much? Can't remember. Deadstream. I, Deadstream. Thank you, sir. Okay. Deadstream. Yeah, we're there's so much shit going on on the side of the screen that oh, you yeah, almost got to gotcha. watch the movie a dozen times to catch everything that's really happening. So it doesn't play like a pivotal part in the movie then? No, but the, I, I, I found one. But I was okay. purposely looking for them after reading that bit of trivia. I was trying yeah, to find I, I, I've never noticed in the original movie or the first one searching, but I, I, I heard that, that they, they snuck those in both movies. Yeah, oh. definitely got to rewatch. Got to rewatch the first one for sure. There's subliminal messages. They're putting them in the movies now so that we can accept the fact that there are real UFOs out there. The writers know the truth, and they're trying to let Mm -hmm. us know through movies. (laughs) That does make sense. Well, you try to change an adult's world perspective and hit them with some serious information like that, and they're like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck ever, you know? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, of course. It takes them too much out of their comfort zone, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Kills the bubble. All right, right. Lance, I guess we'll start with you. Shall we start with me? Yeah. I really, okay, first of all, I I loved the first movie. Um, Searching, the one with John Cho, I I thought that was really well done from start to finish. It was a a good concept, and it was executed well. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with it. It wasn't like my favorite movie, but. Yep, I wasn't expecting very much. Now, this one, I think, was the polar opposite. Uh-oh. Because I loved the trailer for this movie, and I was expecting a lot. And I thought, oh, wow, I could just imagine the horror of, you know, we're in this information age where we kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm sure kids have ignored their parents and like, yeah, yeah, whatever, mom, whatever. I, I'm sure we've done that forever and just can't wait till they get out of the house. I mean, fuck, look at Risky Business way back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to say, what the fuck, right? The Fabergé egg may get cracked, right? So, you know, obviously this shit's been going on forever, but um, I I was really looking forward to this movie, and I thought that the setup was going to be awesome. I was expecting it to be as as good of an execution as the first film. Um, I was unpleasantly surprised, unfortunately, guys. Um, I I thought the setup was great. Like, the first 30 minutes of the movie were a lot of fun, which is basically the trailer. 
we we know pretty much everything that's going to happen in the first half hour <clears throat> you know because they spelled it out in the trailer her mom goes to fucking Colombia, which is probably not a good idea oh. <laughs> you know, like going to Honduras or something like that where they literally have a higher murder rate right now than Europe did in the 1500s so yeah not a good idea dude my wife uh, refuses to go to Mexico and probably very smart woman yeah um, well, too many family members that have gotten pulled over by the cartel uh, they're, they're at war right now I don't, I don't know if you guys know uh-uh. And they arrested, uh, what's his name, son? Chavez. Uh, hey. Uh, the big guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Caesar. No. Ah, fuck. Somebody's I, yelling at us right now. Yeah, somebody's the, the, the big cartel guy. They, they arrested his Man. son, and the, the, the cartel went to war with the government and the police. And there's, wow. like, videos online where you could see, like, the moment he was arrested, like all these cars started racing down the street, and they yep. were all cartel members. Ooh. And that surprised me. There's a lot of countries that are a whole lot more dangerous than here. Today. No shit. <laughs> yeah. I gotta look his name up because I feel at like... least here we have the right to arm ourselves. <laughs> Some places we don't. Yeah, but well, and even if you did, yeah. you're met by a big black SUV with guys full of machine guns and shit. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Kind of hard to kind of hard to fight that. <laughs> yeah. If you've got like one, you know, pistol or whatever. Or but typically shotgun. you just got to you got to you got to pay them. <clears throat> and then once you've paid them, they let the other guys right. know. So if you get pulled over again, I'm told uh, that's how it That's is that the system? That's well, the system. <laughs> I'd rather go ahead and take my chances here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I I thought the setup was great. Uh, I really do enjoy these. I, I am finding myself enjoying these movies like this one in Deadstream, where you've got the main action going on on the screen, which may be from like a security camera and then almost like sort of found footage, but it's more like internet age type found footage. Yeah. Like there were scenes in this movie where you would see somebody acting out something on a screen and then they would pull the camera back and you'd realize, hey, wait a minute. Now we're from the perspectives of somebody watching what's on this screen that's watching something that's on another screen, and it's like, okay, we really are in the information age. So I think they got that part right. What I think they fucked up with this movie is about 45, nah, about an hour into this movie, they pulled what I like to call a Rube Goldberg. You guys familiar with a Rube Goldberg contraption? Or the idea of a Rube Goldberg machine, like mm -hmm. mousetrap. Basically, something that's impossible. You know, yeah. it's just silly. It's just ridiculous. It's like, how did we get from point A to point Z, and all these little crazy steps in between that didn't need to be there? And I think that this movie fell prey to that. I think it tried to do too much, and it tried to be too. I, I think this movie thought it was much much smarter than it really was, and I'm not gonna give anything away and we won't even do a spoiler section you guys can ask me questions <clears throat> and if i think it's gonna you know spoil the essence of of what really happens in the movie versus what you think is happening i won't answer them um but i it got silly dude you talk about jumping the shark there was a jump oh, the no. shark moment oh dude there was a jump the shark moment in this movie when i was like really and this could just be the lance versus the world syndrome here guys because it's like an 81 or 82 percent on rotten tomatoes 
Really? And the audience score is like 95%, so people are eating this shit with a fucking spoon. Hmm. But okay. not this guy. Not this well, guy. When they pull this bullshit, man, that's very I was like, are with you, you though. fucking kidding me? You really expect me to swallow this hook, line, and sinker? Really? And then this guy... <laughs> And then that was really happening all the time, and then the bloody nose really meant this when we thought it meant that. Whoa, there was a bloody uh, nose? Uh, spoilers. Yeah, no, because <laughs> it happens at the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, spoiler again. Yeah. So, so but this is anyway. like, this is all on, like, a computer screen, like, Every bit of it, us, right? Which, okay. I, which I commend. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really like the way they did that. And one, uh, again, there was one particular scene where it was a screen within a screen within a screen, but you started on the first screen and then you pulled out to another person watching what's happening there. And they're like, oh, so this is where we are. And I had a lot of respect for the filmmakers when they had the balls to pull it out one more. And you've got this huge, like um, two computer screens side by side, uh-huh. like a security company type thing where you're watching every single thing at once. And there's kind of almost like a mastermind watching everything. But then who they made that mastermind was, was very silly. (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it. So uh, (laughs) that's my review of Missing. What questions do you guys have? Oh, real quick for anybody that was yelling at me for not knowing. uh, The the guy arrested was, he goes by El Tony Montana. (laughs) Brother of of Mexico's most wanted cartel boss, El Mencho. He was actually arrested by the the Mexican government, right? Which caused oh. war in the streets. Yeah, well, we know who runs shit down there, and it ain't the government, right? <laughs> so, uh, what's, question, what's your score uh, on this one? Oh, we're already going to do scores. It's well, a four on. It's a four on ten. Well, Ow. how how was how was the cast? Um. Eh. Um. The what cast about the was little, good. I liked the little girl. She was she's been in stuff and, before, right? Hold on, I got I got to send the wife a real quick text that we're not quite done recording here because she keeps calling me. Storm Reed. Um. Yeah, Storm Reed. She was really good. Yeah, she was a, a spunky, smart, computer savvy girl. She um, was. Uh, she was in Euphoria. She was Zendaya's sister. Ah. Uh. I gotcha. Uh, she was Idris Alba's uh, daughter in the Suicide Squad. Really? Okay. okay. Uh, what else she done? She was in Twelve Years a Slave, uh, mm-hmm. A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, she I didn't was, think she uh, was old enough to be in Twelve Years a Slave. That was a pretty long time ago, wasn't it? She was the daughter that. Uh, what's her name? Uh, can't figure her name. Uh, Elizabeth Moss went to go stay with that family in uh, The Invisible Man. She was the daughter. Okay, so she's got some. She's got some chops. She's been in some roles then. And she's going to be in the Nun too. Uh, see, I think Nia Long. Nia Long is a little soap opera-ish. Yeah, I agree. You know, not just this, but other roles that I've seen her in lately as well. Like she does a lot of those Hallmark Christmas type movies and. I don't know, man. I, she's a little unbelievable. Now, there yeah. was the one guy that helped uh, the girl out, the guy that lived in Columbia. I think his name was Hobby. And um, he, he was he was some nice comic relief to have him in the movie because, like, she would talk to him. But, um, he, like, like she, she was trying to hire someone as, like, a private investigator there to help her. 
and most of them were charging like you know 40 or 50 bucks an hour and he he was he was charging eight dollars an hour so he's going oh, around this... on his bicycle he's like hold on i've got to go deliver a pizza i'm gonna put you on hold i'll be right back oh, that guy was the one helping her he was the bad uh-huh. guy in desperado ah okay yeah he's been around i've seen him in lots of roles before but he was he was good man he was a nice little uh, comedy distraction i thought <clears throat> but um yeah, way too far-fetched for me. How was the pacing of the movie? Did Was um, there any lag in the movie, or did the story move along? Nah, not really. I, th- I thought it moved along pretty well. Um, I, like I said, when we got to that one thing that they expected, well, there's two, there's two major things you had to swallow. One alone might not have killed the movie, but having to believe both things... Was it like at the again. end when they start unraveling and... Oh, this is how it really happened. Yeah, very, very Rube Goldberg, man. Very. That, that's what kept popping into my mind. Even though it wasn't like a machine or a contraption type thing, it was like a a Rube Goldberg uh, Rube Goldberg script is how I would describe it. Kind of like everything had to be exactly this way, or it wouldn't have made sense. And oh, what do you know? What a quinky dink! It it worked just exactly that way. So well, bullet train was a little bit fetch. like that, but that was sort of was part it? of the plot. But it was a lot of fun. It, yeah. it, that was fun. This wasn't so much fun. <laughs> last, well, last question for me is, uh, without spoiling it, it was was it, was there any connection outside of the alien stuff mm-hmm. to the original movie? Well, see, I didn't like that either because they could have easily brought. I I was hoping they would bring John Cho in. Yeah, and he was going to be the same character. When but he pops no. up on the screen saying, oh, it's happened again. You know what? They didn't even do that, Brian. No. They used another Asian actor in a Netflix special that the girl was watching, like a true crime thing. And it said, um, this person is playing the, or this person is the real person, but this is a role that was played by John Cho in a movie uh, that was called Searching. They and made I thought, it all meta. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, too too meta it would have it would have been funner if some of the same characters had had touched base or or if he'd said hey this kind of reminds me of something that happened to me let me come in and help but they didn't go there was john show busy or something uh probably making harold and kumar 12 or something who knows Um, don't get my hopes up so (laughs) yeah a a very 3d christmas part two (laughs) oh that was amazing when uh when uh, Danny Trejo came on the Christmas tree because he was so excited. <laughs> it had to be a little tree. <laughs> I'm or, uh, told me he was 5'6 one time. I'm telling you, no yeah. fucking chance. I would not fight that motherfucker. He's the same height as me, but he would no, kick my no ass. Way. There's no fucking way. He is 5'6". So I know that. Fact. They may yeah. have as good as that, but it's like when they put football players down and add a couple. Oh, of you think you think he's even shorter then? Oh, I think he's way shorter than that. Oh, okay. I don't okay. think there's a chance he's five six. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, he's a tiny guy, that's for yeah. sure. But he's big. Yeah, he's muscular. You know. I think he's borderline little person. Get <laughs> <laughs> Danny Trejo. We represent the lollipop guild. The lollipop guild. All right. Is that it? We we ready, guys, to move on for next week? 
Yeah, and Danny, um, that was Lance imitating you. Oh yeah, don't come find me. <laughs> don't come for me or Philip. Next time he's filming in Texas, uh, which he does a lot. He was he was, up. he was at Frightmare I think last year. So oh, I'm fucked. Damn. <laughs> I need to see him in person because <laughs> now. I'm oh this. man, that's been bothering the shit out of me for a long time. <laughs> All right. Well, look, um, we weren't able to get Alex from Binge uh, Media this week because he had a, he <laughs> just like you two motherfuckers. He didn't see the movie. <laughs> Literally, he know it wouldn't have mattered. He could have been on, but um, he'll get with us uh, probably in the next the next month or so. But in the meantime, next week we are going to be joined by our good friend. Uh, he's a show favorite, Sean Henry. Every time he comes on, we have a good time. He. He usually joins us for commentaries, but we're going to talk some uh, the better Cronenberg director. Oh, you're going to be. Who would that be? You're going to be beating your D to these movies. <laughs> and uh, Brandon Cronenberg. <clears throat> All right. Well, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. Uh, we appreciate your feedback and ideas. As always, you can reach us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Or just go to our website, www.thehorrorreturns.com. Please consider becoming a Patreon patron. It means the world to us. Just even a buck uh, means a lot. And um, until the horror returns again, Philip. Good night.